I'm still on my ministry. I am going to teach in attempt to reverse vain worship. So this one we are going to pick the passage from Matthew chapter 15 verse 1 to 14. But before you read, let me give this uh, background. You see, when the Lord Jesus Christ came, he came into a dispensation where they had or they have had the law of Moses and they had some sort of what? Religion. The Judaism. They were taught the Torah and they knew the word, the Torah. But um, it's sometimes difficult for me in particular to, un to understand why the then religious elite, especially the scribes and the Pharisees from Jerusalem in particular, had difficulty with what? The Lord Jesus Christ. Because in the books of Moses, in the writings of Moses, he wrote about Jesus Christ. And Moses said, God will raise a prophet like unto him. But as for him, whosoever does not listen to him will be cut off. Which suggested Jesus Christ would come and would speak about worship and religion and whatever, whatever in general as an authority. And if we fail intentionally or carelessly to go by the doctrines of the authority or the teachings of the authority, God, in effect, will reject us accordingly. So, from the Torah, Moses suggested in his writing there was going to be a religious word, update. Prophets, uh, if you read First Peter chapter 1, verse 10, 11, for instance, you realize that some of the then prophets were also inspired by, interestingly, by the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he has not been manifested yet, to even inquire into the time. Can we read a bit of that? That this kind of uh, update in worship was going to be established. Read. First Peter chapter 1 verses 10 and 11. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, 
who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? They prophesied of the grace. Take note of the grace. That should what? Come unto you. Good. So this, our worship, it goes with what? Grace and what? Glory. Of late, I've been talking about that. Uh -huh. Verse 11. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify. Those days, the Spirit of Christ worked in them. And they searched, they did investigation into it with the help of the Spirit of Christ. But when Jesus Christ came, eh? When the Lord Jesus Christ came, the religious, the then religious elite could not, many of them could not recognize him. And they could not recognize the update that God was making in religion. That's why if you read John 4, the interaction of Jesus Christ and this woman we call the Samaritan woman, woman at the well. Eh? The woman made reference to worship, their father's worship on this mountain. And he made reference, erroneous reference that Jesus is saying, let's go there, John 4, 20 so that we can get the the full gist john the gospel of john chapter 4 verse 20. john 4 20. Mm -hmm. our fathers worshiped yeah this is the woman speaking to brought the subject of worship uh-huh our fathers worshiped in this mountain our fathers worship in this mountain the woman was talking about what she was very familiar and he and and she knew so when so far as worship is what concerned it is the same thing today especially the clergy and church leadership many of them think they know very well they understand when you go to some denomination they know they don't know even uh they don't talk about kingdom issues and worship in general the 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 the, 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 the denomination that they are doctrinal stand and they are not ashamed to make reference to this in comparison to other descent. How can Jesus Christ be divided into two with two different doctrines? You go on. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. Uh -huh. And ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Good. So the first part is what the woman knew about worship, worshipping God on mountains. And he's making reference to what Jesus Christ, she claimed, Jesus has said. But even that was, he, she was misrepresenting what? Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ came in to teach the woman on the real subject of what? Worship. He gave the woman an updated version of worship and what let's go it's better we read what jesus said verse 21 jesus said unto her god woman believe me the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain 
That all these two references that you are making is correct. It has been done before. But there's going to be what? An update. There's going, that's why I say there is updates in in worshiping God when you study scripture than in technology. Mm-hmm. Verse 22. Ye worship, ye know not what. God. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Good. It's a very important statement. So when we read the scripture and you see the behavior of the Jews, the way God related to them and their and some of their utterances, it helps us to understand worship. One of them is that I say Romans is it three twenty three, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That verse. You will not understand it very well. This Romans says twenty three, very good. Romans 3.23 You will not understand we have come short of the glory of God but if you go to the Old Testament and you see the events that uh, forced or the events that led to the utterance from one of the wife of the sons of war Eli to say Ichabod the glory has departed and you know how the ark of covenant was taken away how the grace of god was frozen his presence was withheld and the the enemies of israel overcame and overpowered them then it gives you a lot of insight into what sin can what do how sin will rob us of the glory of God. God, how sin registered in us can deny us of the victory that scripture or God has won, promised his children. And then you link it to something like Joshua, chapter 1, verse, uh, is it verse um, 5? That was where God, Joshua chapter 1, it's good we go there. You link it to Joshua chapter 1 verse 5. He said, God made a promise, we can term it today as prophesied unto Joshua. Joshua 1 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Mm-hmm. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake. Good. Then you go to Joshua 7 verse 5. You realize that this promise God gave to Joshua, the very opposite has happened. In other words, it did not work for the people of Israel as God has said. Joshua 7 5. So it is not always work and rebellion. God has said it, it will come to pass like we we, we, we take it superficially. There are conditions attached to it. Mm -hmm. Joshua 7 5. And the men of Ai smote of them about thirty and six men. For they chased them from before the gate, even unto Shebarim, and smote them in the going down. 
wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Exactly. After the promise of God in Joshua 1.5, Joshua 7.5, the very opposite has happened. That means the glory has what? To Israel, that means the glory has what? Departed. What was the cause? Joshua 7.11. Joshua 7 11. Israel has sinned and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded thee. No, read and link it to the confusion of Joshua and how God came in to talk to Joshua. Salvation is of the Jews. If we want to understand salvation and the things in the Bible, one way we can do it is when we look at god's relationship with the people of israel and their reaction and their utterances and behaviors joshua 7 6 whether in good times or in bad times mm -hmm. and joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the lord until the eventide good he and the elders of israel and puts dust upon their heads yes they are confused because they also knew the word of God is sure and yea, but the promises or the promises, the prophecies of God, not that it has just failed. The very opposite thing has happened, contrary to what God has said. Nobody will be able to stand before you now. They have, Israel have fled before their enemies. About 36 people have been killed. And not even a strong world nation, a small world town or village. Mm -hmm. Verse 7, And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought these people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? He said, Alas, Lord, what? Alas, O Lord God, uh, wherefore hast thou at all brought these people over yes, Jordan? Yes, he's confused, so he's making inquiries. You see, it looks like he's accusing God, but God knows the heart of everybody. When you are so, Joshua is confused, and he's trying to making, he's trying to make an inquiry. Lord, what is happening? To deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us. Well, to God, we had been content and dwelt on the other side, Jordan. Verse 8. O oh Lord, what shall I say? Why Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it, and shall environ around, and shall environ us round, and cut off our name from the earth. And what will thou do unto thy great name? You see, take note. This were men of God who you see all that he was doing, you see the conclusion. He was seeking for whose interest? God's interest and his name. This is the distinguishing characteristics of all the successful men of God. Their plea and their prayer and their request, requisition, everything is based on the interest of God. And you know his master Moses also was behave in a similar word, manner. He said, he said, I like that. What verse is that? Verse, verse 9. Yes, and that is what Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer that when you are praying, say what? 
our Father, hallowed be thy word. It's one of the simplest way your, our prayers become strong. When we approach, I've told you the Lord's prayer is the spirit God wants to see in us when we pray. You see, he's showing here. So when you are praying and God sees, it's not for your personal interest, that you are using prayer as a tool to seek for the honor and the glory of his name, God gives you answer swiftly and promptly. That is it. And that was what Jesus Christ was trying to say in Luke 1. Luke 18. That men ought to pray without word. Season. He used the same way where they, that uh, when you call on the Father day and word, night, he will give you respond word. The clergy cannot explain. He was talking about those using prayer to do what? To serve God day and night and serve the interests and the purposes of God. That is it. So, it's showing, when you, that is it. When you look, Jews understand worship. So, when you look at them, you see the type of worship God referred as worship the Father in spirit and in word and in truth. So, that is it. What verse is that? Now read it again. What is the word? Verse nine. For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the oh, land shall you, hear Jesus. of it, uh-huh. and shall environ us around, God. and cast up our name from the earth. Uh-huh. And what will thou do unto thy great name? Good. So Joshua was using prayer out of anguish to seek for the interest, the honor the hallowing of the name of God. God. When did the answer come? What verse? Verse 10. Verse 10. That is 9. Verse 10. The answer follows straight. Verse 10. You cannot serve God and be disappointed. And the Lord But said, most of the things we do in the name of we are serving God, God looks at the heart, especially the clergy and church leadership. They are seeking, many of them are seeking for their personal interest, and that is the iniquity as against that of God, which we are teaching. They won't change too, and they want to point finger that we are rather arrogant. Eh? They should go ahead. We are all here. Go. Verse 10. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. Wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? Verse 11, uh-huh. Israel had sinned. It's okay. That is all I'm looking for. Then God is giving a response that, why are you confused? Get up. Israel have what? Sin. So sin will always rob us of the world. The glory of God. Even today, when God registers sin, in individuals, in societies, in the church, in the clergy, the glory world departs. The gift in our time, one dangerous aspect is that some spiritual gifts will be worn operating. That is the danger. The one they will use to do submission, casting out demons, what do you call it? Doing mighty miracles. And then, and then prophesying. It will be going on, but the glory has what? Departed. In the sense that 
So most of these churches, people throng and follow and miracles and yay, 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 yay. They are being deceived. And I've told you even where Bible talk about false prophets. He said many people shall what? Follow them. And he talk about false teachers too. He said many people shall what? But when it comes to true teachers, you don't see many people what? Following. He said few. Many are called. Few are what? Chosen. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Many that go in. The, lay, the way that leads to salvation is narrow. And how, what is the word? Only what? Few find it. So as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the world. Son of man. So when we are preaching the word of God, to some of us we think we have believed and we are worshiping God. We must be very meticulous and look at the details in the light of what the authority of the church, our Lord Jesus Christ, has what said, and not what any clergy or any human being word is saying. This is the point we are making. So we understand scripture and worship. When you look at the Jewish world, culture, and the way they do things and the way they go about things. And that is why the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we mentioned, it is not name that we use where there is, we call, we pronounce out of our mouth, where there is emergency or where there is danger. The name according to scripture, Matthew 121, read. Matthew 121 for me because there is a lot to do and we pray God to raise more laborers to come and teach to reverse the vain worship uh -huh. Matthew 121 and she shall bring forth a son the son which is our Lord Jesus Christ uh -huh. and thou shalt call his name Jesus and thou shalt call his name what? Jesus, Jesus. why? For he shall save his people from their sins. Exactly. I simply put it in modern language. He will eradicate sin from what? Humanity. And especially in the those in the ecclesia. That's why Acts 3.20 says that God having raised Jesus Christ, read that for us. Send him to bless us in turning us away from what? iniquity so the name jesus christ is stands for eradication of sin epitome of whatever god considered to be what sin including what god sees to be what arrogance not what human beings see as what arrogance and when god registers arrogance glory and grace you would what miss it Hebrew said, without faith, it's impossible to what? To please God. So, without humility also, it is impossible to get to what? Grace and glory. Uh huh. Read. Acts 3.26 Unto you first, God having raised up his son Jesus, mm -hmm. sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you from his iniquity. Exactly. And looking at the name of Jesus Christ and what the name stands for as God gave it, 
and 21st century clergy think the blessings in Malachi 3.10 is the one that the church should be familiar with. That tells you we must be careful. And, and we thank God. God did not leave us in suspense that we should subject every spirit and see if it's of God. First John 4, go there. And he gave reason why we should subject them to every spirit. Then I come to the main subject I want to preach. All I've done is introduction. First John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Why? Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Uh-huh. Verse 2. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Uh-huh. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Uh-huh. Verse 3. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. God. In other words, what the scripture has put there that way, you understand it uh, in when you read Second Peter 2. Second Peter 2. They write the Second Peter 2 5. Uh, no, Second Peter, yeah, 2, right from the beginning to 5. Second Peter 2, 1 to 5. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. Those days, there were false prophets. So today also we have false what? Teachers. Teachers. So many of our clergy that we see that are in color, many of them are what? They are false. I'm not the one saying it. That is scripture. And many of them, read it again. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. But there were false prophets also among the people, mm -hmm. even as there shall be false teachers among you, mm -hmm. who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, mm -hmm. even denying the Lord that bought them. Very good. He was talking about whosoever does not confess Jesus Christ. You see that one of their characteristics is that they deny the Lord word. No. How do they deny the Lord Jesus Christ? They mention the name of Jesus Christ all right. Even performing miracles and mentioning what? His name. Saying prayers, garnishing it in the name of Jesus Christ of late. Some even add adjectives. In the mighty name, mighty, mighty name of Jesus Christ. Many of them are what? They are false. Though they do all that, they deny. How do they deny the Lord Jesus Christ? Everything of the Lord Jesus Christ they oppose. They don't preach the doctrine of what? Jesus Christ. They deny the spirit of Christ. Anywhere the spirit of Christ is revealed, they oppose it vehemently. They are just into religion. If he's a clergy, one of their characteristics is that He's denominationally minded and hearted. Our church, our denomination, I'm telling you, the spirit of Christ is not there. If the spirit of Christ is there, he will speak. The other spirit of God is on them. John the Baptist started his ministry, he said what? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is what? 
exactly he talk about kingdom issues jesus came he did the same thing in the lord's prayer he talked about what kingdom prayers praying for king the kingdom kingdom issues so you see that everything he does is minus christ or contrary to christ he wants to pray and he wants to pray for his local society he local congregation he local circuit very myopic very discriminatory very discriminatory when jesus christ whosoever comes to me i will know why cast out they appear in the color and he's discriminating not based on any word of the lord word jesus christ so what spirit is in such a clergy if you see one he's, he's a devil he's a devil how does jesus christ describe them a wolf in sheep world clothing and this is what is bringing me to the main subject because what i've done so far is all world introduction so when jesus christ came he came to meet these people there they described some of them as scribes and what pharisees this were the group john was doing this same john the baptist was doing ministry and he saw them their presence alone was enough to activate a very high sermon from john the baptist they are the one he referred to as brood of all vipers Jesus Christ also used the same thing. Is it Matthew 8:34? He used the same brood of vipers. And Jesus went further to tell them, How can you being evil speak good things? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The same expression. The same expression. Is that it? Ah? Huh? Check 12. 34. Matthew 12. It's Matthew 12, 34. Read the same expression. Modern, some modern theologians want to mean John the Baptist was unethical in the presentation of his sermon. They are wise. They are the people God hide mysteries of the kingdom from. Read. Jesus used the same expression. Matthew 12, 34. Oh, generation of vipers. Yeah. How can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And who was he addressing? The same Pharisees and then... There's tw Matthew 12, 24. But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the good. devils. They, they 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 look at Jesus Christ and told Jesus Christ he was filled with what? The devil. And that is how they deny Jesus Christ. They cannot receive Christ, his doctrine, his spirit, and everything. Today, too, is the same word. It's the same thing. And he used the same thing for them that how can you be what? Evil. And when you go to Revelation chapter 2, verse 2 also, Jesus commanded the Ephesus church that you have tried them that claim to be apostles but are not mm -hmm. found them go read mm -hmm. revelation 2 2 i know thy ways mm -hmm. and thy labor mm -hmm. and thy patience uh -huh. and how thou canst not bear them which are evil 
and thou hast tried them, we say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them lies. Exactly. So any true child of God with the spirit of Christ and a disciple of Christ, you don't just receive people in the name of that they are men of God or he is papa or suffer, he is a clergy. You subject the person to scrutiny the way he, whether he has the spirit of Christ or he preaches what? Christ and his word, doctrine. So I don't need discernment to tell a, cle a clergy who is very discriminatory. And that's how come over the years, what we see in 21st century as Christianity, we couldn't become one. And we have, we seem to have made the prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ in John 17, nonsense of it all, that Father, that they may be all one. And that's how come we don't have, Jesus said, go and make disciples of world, nation. That's why we don't have nations. If the church leadership went by the word of God, the authority of the church, by now we would have had maybe a nation called Salem or a nation called Wesley Land. And you enter the nation and everything in the nation you must conform to the award, the standard of the world, the religion as we have in other religions. They have nations. And you enter, you have no option than to conform to the standard of the world, religion. But we have a lot of what? Hypocrites leading us, very discriminatory, denying that Jesus Christ is what you are saying. That's why the church is in the state we find ourselves in. Because if the Lord Jesus Christ is at work, the gates of hell shall not prevail. So we are dealing with clergy. They don't hear from God. They don't receive revelation from God. They don't have updates. So everything that is mentioned in scripture as enemy overcome the average Christian. And we are just playing religion. Just like Eli and Sons. Once they get offerings, they get establishment of churches A, B, C, D, and here, and they are building structures, and they don't know that in nature, when you form even a secular club, and you go, and everybody is contributing with time, the money builds up, and there are so many things you can do, you can do with it. But what you are doing, God is not world in it, Ichabod. That's why we have population in the church, but sin is in the church and many of us because the grace and the glory is not there and we lack the ability to overcome our identified enemies in our generation that at least the world the flesh the devil and then sickness among others we can just not you go to the internet very stinking you see clergy having sex with members who are people's wife and they have and they have been captured with video camera there we hear all kinds of bad things among clergy even here in our nation we hear some come on news 
somehow on social media. <coughs> Why should it be so? Simply because the glory has what? Departed. The public have lost confidence in our top clergy, the elite. They speak and their speech infuriates the public. But there are other religions, their leadership, they rather command what? Respect. Why is it so? And you talk the word of the authority of the church because they don't have the right spirit. That's why they cannot bear some of us. And that's why I'm praying God should kill them dramatically. Let some of them become mad. Let some of them get struck right on the pulpit for his name, just like Joshua said. Because so that the glory of his name will be seen in our dispensation and people will see Jesus Christ as well. Yes, Lord. I read Evangelist Billy Graham's book. He said something well aflame, which was very touchy. He said we go to church and we say creeds. He said people may even argue with us when we say the word, the creed, or we do our creedal declarations and want to talk about doctrines and this thing. But he said, but when the life, your life is changed, nobody can argue. When Zacchaeus was the one, Luke 99, Jesus spoke to that salvation has come into your world, house. He said, if I've cheated anybody, I pay back how many times? Fourfold. And I divide in myself into two, I give out to the world. Who, going to, who is going to argue with this? And Billy Graham, of blessed memory, said it right. He said, nobody can what? Argue. When they see our lives have changed and we are living a godly world life, who will argue and who will complain? When you are a Christian, they entrust something to your care. You are put in office and you are sincere and they don't find corruption. Who is going to speak against that? This is what brings glory to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And people see we are children of world, God, and not the vain religion, the plenty prayers, uh, the plenty publicity, about 21 day fast, and all the noise with the public address system we are making. But people don't see the spread of world, godliness, in the average Christian in our time. So they can't receive it. They cannot receive what? That word. They cannot receive that spirit. So they oppose the Lord Jesus Christ. They, they usually boast with vain religious identity. They did it to John the Baptist. Say, our father is Abraham. And he rebuked them. Their presence, that's the religious, hypocritical religious elite, activated a harsh sermon. Jesus also did the same to them. Jesus one went to the stand that he said, do you know they are annoying with what you said? And he was teaching them the truth about worship in God. 
And Jesus said, leave them alone. For Jesus to say, leave them alone, means they have been what? Rejected by God. Many of our clergy, they are rejected. And they have brainwashed a lot of membership and they follow them because they lack the ability equally to discern. And uh, Bible saving false prophets, many will what? follow them. So in, Christ, in what we call Christianity, you can say majority are always the word, rather the fools. Few are the word, the wise. It's in scripture. In worshiping God, majority by scripture would always be the word. The fools and few will always be the word. The wise. And Jesus Christ thank God for revealing them to babes and hiding them from what? Wise in the sense of the world. They are very wise in their own world. But they are fools when it comes to the things of God. When it comes to the things of God. So, the Lord Jesus Christ had this attitude of if you are a religious elite, if this hypocritical religious elite, if you did not keep quiet and concern yourself with your hypocritical vain worship on your lips, and then you dare to point finger at Jesus Christ openly and accuse him that he, Jesus Christ, didn't know what he's doing, his worship is not proper, he does not respect uh, uh, the, the man of God, and they made reference to Moses. Let's go to uh, John 5, 46. They won't listen to him. John 5, 46. John 5, 46. For had ye believed Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Exactly, and go to, I think, 43, 2. John 5, 43. I am come in my father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. Exactly. Today we are in churches. Many people will follow worthless and useless clergy with their with their with their worthless and useless domineering spirit and their human doctrines, and they will team with them to fight people God our world raising. And Jesus spoke to that faith. They received them in their name. So their own vain religious identity, many people have interested in that. And they are not interested in the identity God has for his own world, people. They are more interested in our local church attendance book registers of late, they are adding forms, and they are not interested in their names being written in the book of what life they are interested in the glory they get before the clergy and their commendations and appraisers and applause and approvals and elevation and they are not interested in the call they are not interested 
in what they get from God himself. Verse 41, the same thing. What did he say? Job 5, 41. I receive not enough from men. Good. That is the spirit of Jesus Christ. These ones, all they want is honor that they receive from men. Verse 38. Was that not what I said? The, the love of the Father is not in you. And his word is not in you. Pick those two verses also for me. John 5, 38 and 42. 38 and 42 too. What did Jesus say about these people? And ye have not his word abiding in you. They don't have the word of God in them. For whom he has sent, him ye believe not. Exactly. That is denying Jesus Christ. Verse 42. Uh -huh. But I know you. That he have not the love of God in you. The love of God is not in them. Take note of all these things. John chapter 5 is loaded. They jump over all these things to make the church familiar with Malachi 3.10. Are this not evil clergy? I will say it repeatedly to the day that call, God calls me. They are evil. And nobody should tell me, say some of them. I am preaching to please God. I'm not preaching to please any human being. You are not the one coming to tell me how I should go about the mission God has given me. If you think you also have a calling, go and do your own. And if you think I'm of your the devil, pray against me and go and do your own to counteract the teaching I'm giving. That's how they deny the Lord word. They deny the Lord Jesus Christ. They can receive. But in conclusion, let me say this. Go to Revelations chapter 22. Anyone hearing this voice of mine, let it be noted, whether you are clergy or lady, none of our local books here will move through the atmosphere. God has his own books. They are using our local books to manipulate us. These evil ones. Read. Revelation 20:12, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. Mm -hmm. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Yes, the book of life. This is heavenly books. So none of our local books and those of the evil ones who of late have even adding feeling of forms. God knows the motive behind all that. God, none of them will step there. We shall be in the queue with the 21st century clergy. That is those in my time. We will be in queue with them on that day. And then God will judge us according to our, our works. The things we did that was acceptable and unacceptable unto all. And he said we should appear before all. God and not the clergy. No matter their synthetic word, title that they have made for themselves. We will be in the same queue. We said great and word. That's what the Bible means. You were the Osofu Pong. You were the Archbishop. You will be in the queue. I am ordinary or say word. Aquasi. I will also be in the world. In the in the queue. The day the trumpet will call, 
Ojifu ni homa ubi. Nobody will get an advocator or a solicitor before the judgment seat. Na Jesus betna beswana hi. Chao no dear. Awo danwo ebeyeje. That day, that man, the Lord Jesus Christ, it will be another terrible day that is coming upon all men on earth. The death will be brought back to life. He said even those the sea. There was an expression there. Then the sea will bring out their dead. Revelation 20, 13. Mm -hmm. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. Exactly. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. Mm -hmm. And they were judged, every man according to their ways. Be serious. Everywhere any human soul has gone to, you will be brought back to face judgment. And there were books, and out of the heavenly books, one was the book of life, and whosoever's name was not found in it was cast into what? The lake of what? Fire. So if we allow this evil clergy to manipulate us with local books, and we do not concern ourselves with the glory that we get from God, as again that we get from man, especially the clergy and church leadership, then we must be sure in, we don't even have faith with to start with. Let's read John 5.44, the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, and then I conclude with that. So, so has ears, let him listen to the word of God. Hypocritical worship. Oh, we are doing praying for people to see. Uh, wearing church paraphernalia. We think we are doing better. And we seem not to care how God evaluates us. John 5.44 Yeah. How can ye believe which receive honor one of another? Wait, wait, wait. How can you believe which receive honor one of another? One of another. When I, earlier, I thought if you want to teach faith, the best chapter to go for is Hebrew word, 11. But later I realized whenever I want to teach faith, this is one of the important verses to all consider because our lord jesus christ the authority of the church one of his major teaching is that we don't do worship to receive the approval of what men for men to see it's common prayer whatever whatever and that is what this antichrist are teaching us and that is how they deny jesus christ every teaching jesus christ has given they give the opposite and many people follow it. And that was what Jesus said in John 5, 43, that when people come in their own word, name, we would what? Believe. But he has come in his father's name, we will not what? Great. It's the same thing. So we are in churches, and that's why we like the glory. We brag with Christianity. But Jesus Christ even does not call his followers what? Creed. He called them what? Children of God and disciples. As many as believe in him. John 1, 12. He gave them power to become the sons of God. And if you continue in my ways, the ways of the authority, if that is what we are using to mold our lives, then we are disciples' world indeed.
if that is not what we are using, then we are fake. We become what? Hypocrites. We taught almost everything from prayer. And then he's the same person who said we should let our light shine so that people will see our good word deeds. They don't see. They see us going to church, but they don't see our good deeds. When you go to our workplaces, we go to our homes. When we are in town, they don't see. And that's why God's name cannot be glorified in our contemporary Christianity. You and I are witnesses to that. People who matter and have businesses, I know of one rich man also even in the nation. I know him personally because I had opportunity to teach the children. You don't talk to him with the basis that you are a Christian because he has come to a conclusion that the way Christianity, the way we use it, he has seen that when people say are Christian, they behave contrary. In other words, they say they are Christians, but we deny Christ by our behavior in the way we conduct ourselves. Read. So Jesus said what? If we look for honor from men and do not look for honor that comes from God, we cannot be a what? We cannot believe. You will become an unbeliever. So that if I'm looking for honor from God, I cannot be employed and work anyhow. I cannot, I cannot misconduct myself when management are not there. When that management is there or is not is there, I will behave godly. Whether there are security cameras or there are no security cameras, I will remain faithful to my company, to my job. Not because the management is watching me at the office as a because of technology from the CCT cameras, but because I fear God. And that is what we see in Joseph, Daniel, and all other. We see in Joseph Genesis 39 with Potiphar. We see in Joseph Genesis 41. He was made almost a pharaoh and was very successful to God and successful to his then world. We are rather creating problems. We go to church, but we are making life difficult. We are sinning and we are causing people to sin and making life difficult for people, but we claim we are Christians. No wonder we cannot claim we are children of God and we cannot claim we are disciples of the Lord what? Jesus Christ. Because the safer thing to do is to claim you are a what? You are Christians. Let me conclude with what? Uh, what do you call it? Luke 16, Luke 15, 16. 15, 16. He said you are the ones that's just 16, Luke 16 15 rather. Luke 16 15. And he said unto them, Yeah, he ye says, are they which justify yourselves before men. So let nobody try to make yourself righteous. You are the true member, and you are baptized, and you are confirmed, and you accept you are a human being. You cannot tell, and you lack the power. You know, God has not given you the power to determine who is a true disciple. Mm -hmm. But God knoweth your heart. God knoweth the heart of everybody. For 
for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight exactly. of God. Exactly. When human are praising you, add it to his first, second Corinthians 10, 18. Whatever human exalt approves is what? Abomination in the sight of God. All that they are praises, you are true member, we accept you. It's all trash, bogus in the sight of God. Divine approval is the best. I want God to tell me I'm a true disciple and a true son. Uh huh. Second Corinthians 10 18. For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. Exactly. That settled the issue. And this is what we must all strive for and not deceive ourselves when this evil clergy, full of their personal interest, are manipulating you and they are showering praises of you. That's why I say the Simon that prayed for Paul, that is exaltation. The authority of the church himself called him Ananias. Uh -huh. What did I say? Yeah, the Ananias. The authority of the church himself called him and asked him to pray for Paul. He was recognized by the Lord himself. It was not any clergy that commended him for the authority of the church. So God knows his own. Anyone who claims he thinks you are of God, we must depart from evil because the name Jesus stands for eradication of what? Son. And if we don't strive to please God, which is the most essential element of faith, every identifiable enemy in the scripture who overpower us and overcome us simply because we are hypocrites. But if we are true believers, no way, nobody can stand us because we will receive divine outbreaks and with the glory and the grace of God, whatever we do, we will succeed and the name of God will be glorified because God recognizes as true all disciples. He who has ears, let him listen to what the Lord has for the church. Amen.